X's and O's show, Fox Sports Radio, Valdosta, 1150 AM and 94.3 FM, broadcasting to you live. We appreciate you making us part of your day. You can listen to us worldwide on the wide world web, foxsportsvaldosta.com, and the TuneIn app. Be sure to dial us up, join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you, 229-302-4442, the Anheuser-Busch Hotline. In studio with us this morning, Courtney Albritton Carter, Coach Carter, Coach uh, CAC, Coach AC, Coach CCA, or what? What do they call you there at uh, at Valwood, Coach? Uh, generally, Coach Carter. The younger <laughs> ones who knew me before, it's Coach Courtney. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Very good. Uh, well, Courtney in studio with us uh, this morning. Courtney was named the uh, Gulf South Conference Player of the Decade just a couple of weeks ago from the uh, from the Gulf South Conference. Her, along with I believe it's eight other uh, Lady Blazers, were a part of that team. So we're pretty excited for our representation on that all Gulf South Conference. Where were you when you uh, when you got that phone call, or or how did that go? Did you find out when everybody else did, or did they call you kind of ahead of time? How does that go? Um, I was actually on the way home from the beach, and I got a text from one of my previous teammates, and she uh, texted me and said, uh, "Decade Player of the Year. What's that about?" <laughs> I said, "What are you talking about?" So then she like sent me the link, and that's how I found out. So now, obviously, you notice you played with a lot of the players that are on that uh, that are on that All Decade team for VSU as well: Marty Littlefield, Morgan Johnson, April Collins, Caitlin Calhoun, Kylie Russon, and. Elena Hadley you played with all of them so uh yeah did you have to make a lot of phone calls after that uh, that first text message <laughs> there were a lot of texts that went out <laughs> snapchats things like that but um yeah I think I played with maybe all of them but one that were on there so and then you know reading the names through and then I just like more names kept popping up who could have been you know on that team from that national champion team championship team I really you know I was blessed with playing with a lot of good players yeah and uh you know somebody like Elena Hadley it was pointed out to me that she was an honorable mention only because she played one year but she was Gulf South Conference pitcher of the year that year had she been given another year she could have been maybe on the first team I think she definitely would have been she was um our number one pitcher whenever we won nationals that so she definitely should have been on there but I understand the rule she did had to you know yeah. play for two years but definitely she would have made it uh Marty Littlefield and Morgan Johnson I think were two of the upperclassmen for that 2012 championship year you were obviously a freshman coming in uh what's your earliest memory at uh, at, at Valdosta State um well I did go to hitting lessons before I actually <laughs> played there so I got to know Coach Masser there and then um I, I tell this story I probably every time someone asks me this, but my career at VSU didn't start the greatest. We had our very first tournament. Um, it was in Pensacola, and the I was, you know, leadoff hitter, my very first at-bat. The ball was inside. I was a sucker for inside pitches. I swung and missed to strike out, but not only did I swing and miss, but the ball also hit me. <laughs> so it was it was an, an awful start, but it went uphill from there. Yeah, it definitely did as uh, as you'd go on to a great career. Uh, Courtney Albritton Carter uh, in studio with us uh, this morning. I always like asking all of our student uh, all of our student athletes, whether they're former or uh, or current, who's the uh, who's the best team to beat? Who do who do you love to beat the most? at Valdosta State when uh, uh, throughout the rest of the conference? Uh, Alabama Huntsville, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, that, think, I think one year we played them like eight times or something. It was crazy. 
No, uh, Alabama, Huntsville, and they don't have football, but every other sport, it seems like we're, we're neck and neck with Alabama, Huntsville. Oh, yeah, and they, they always looked really intimidating. They had, like, the bigger girls, stronger girls, where Coach Macera kind of focused on, like, smaller and speed more. So uh, a different type of intimidation, I guess. Yeah, different type. What's, uh, what is your – was there ever a player that you modeled yourself after? Um, not a whole lot. I was never, you know, super into social media or even watching softball on TV, really. I love to go to games, but not necessarily on TV. But I will say when I came to VSU, Marty Littlefield kind of took me up under her wing in a way and um, really helped me out a lot. Coming up, like watching her play those three years before I got there, she was kind of like, you know, the best player I had ever seen type thing. So um, I, I think she really helped me a lot with like batting and like how to approach the ball and um, just even like staying calm on defense and stuff, being the only freshman on the field, it was a bit nerve-wracking at times. Courtney Albritton in studio with us this morning. Courtney Albritton Carter in studio with us this morning. Uh, coach Carter, as she's called there at uh, at Valwood, the head coach for uh, for that program, and we'll talk a little bit about what that looks like for uh, for COVID nineteen and Valwood and getting things started. The GISA versus the GHSA, all those different things. Uh, will be a little bit different. Uh, your career, obviously, really fantastic all throughout uh, from 12 to 13, 14. And then, of course, there was uh, there was 2015 as well. Do uh, how do you re- when somebody first says 2015 for you, how do you how do you remember that season? Uh, or at least what's that first thought that comes to mind? First thing that comes to mind is kind of like punching the gut, I yeah, guess. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> um, I, I was doing so well and, you know, on track to break uh, those uh, – other home run records and things like that and then for me to get hit and it was kind of controversial like people said she did it on purpose and right i know whenever it happened i rewatched um the film and you can see like people in the stands like their fans yelling at our fans about it and stuff like that so it was really like i guess just an emotional time um but that's the first thing that comes to mind but then you know like i picked up different roles and figured out you know like I'm in my senior season. I have to do something. So just yeah. kind of figured out some other things to do at practice and in games, something like that, just keeping me involved and a part of it. Well, and I'm sure that helps a little bit for, for your coaching career. You got to, now you have to be a little bit of the player's coach, I guess. For sure. I um, did a lot of stats taking um, <laughs> during games and things, which was good. I mean, we, you know, stat every pitch and um, having seen, you know, these pitchers for three years, I was, you know, pretty good at picking them up and like even, you know, getting signs and things like that. So I, you know, I found some other strengths in other areas. So you mentioned the the controversy around uh, around uh, Hillary Carpenter, who would go on uh, North Alabama, and uh, this was uh, this was 2015. She'd be a first uh, team All Decade pitcher as well. I think she would go neck and neck with Caitlin Calhoun, and we'll get to Caitlin in just a little bit. But she would go neck and neck with Caitlin Calhoun for pitcher of the decade, which Caitlin was able to edge her out on. But um, Hillary Carpenter, first uh, team all-decade pitcher. Have you spoken to her at all? I mean, obviously there's that conversation that it was controversial. Maybe she did it on purpose. Maybe she didn't. Have you spoken to her at all? Have y'all? She sent me like a, it was like a Twitter message or something like that, kind of right after it happened when it got out that I had broken my arm. And apologized, you know, said it wasn't on purpose. Sure. And, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know if I believe her. I just kind of don't <laughs> want to go there. Um, don't want to think about it. But um, talking about Caitlin Calhoun, she did uh, – she was one of the people I talked to right after with her getting sure. the picture of the decade. And actually, just a little fun fact, we were actually roommates in college. So it's kind of cool that the pitcher and player of the decade, you know, came from the same house. But uh, she was a great pitcher, and she was one who – she signed late to VSU. And then 
her freshman year kind of like wasn't sure you know what she was going to accomplish and then worked really hard and coach Macera really stayed on her and she became a really great pitcher Caitlin Calhoun uh, like you mentioned pitcher of the decade she started in uh, 2013 so that would have been your sophomore season what do you remember I mean did you after have to face her what what was it uh what's it like facing her in practice uh yeah I faced her often she was <laughs> <laughs> so she would be the one where you uh get up like inner squad whatever and she you know strikes you out on a changeup or something like that and then she'll come over and be like that was a nice change up wasn't it you just want to like <laughs> scream at her but um you know she's so sweet I, I really enjoy playing with her enjoyed living with her you know but it was it was definitely like seeing somebody like her at practice really makes a difference in the games just yeah. getting that practice you know the challenges um in practice and then you see a pitcher in the game and it's just like oh yeah we got this so 2012 was the national championship season we're kind of bouncing around uh, to different places here there but uh, 2012 national championship who did you guys beat kind of take take me back to to 2012 and sort of what that's like being in that moment you're there uh, here's the series uh kind of walk me through that a little bit um I told my husband you're probably gonna ask about specific games <laughs> and I do not really remember like our competitors things like that it may have been Texas women's college I really yeah. can't remember right off but um we got uh to nationals and it was like a um festival year I guess you call it so there are a lot of sports in the same location so our motel we stayed on was super nice they had like game rooms set up they had this huge breakfast for us every morning so it's kind of like treated like royalty while we was while we were there but when we get there and we dropped our first bracket game and so we were all kind of panicky and Mr. Reinhardt you know he he went with us and was on our bus the whole time but he um was talking to us telling us like he had no doubt that we could come back up and win it you know of course we chose the hard road but um we had a lot of stuff that we had to go through there losing the first game and then Elena got there and hadn't had an illegal pitch the whole year and we get there and they're calling illegal pitch like every three pitches and then the runner then advanced advanced the base every time that it happened so it was difficult um but I remember the first ball that came to me in the outfield, I like, I got it. It was a ground ball, but I got it. I picked it up. I dropped it. I picked it up again. Went to throw a bad throw. And Marty turned around. And she was like, Courtney, calm down. So um, it was, it was a, a tons of emotions in that 2012. But it was um, so, so exciting, so much fun. Um, we really enjoyed it. And then you listed off all those players that I played with that year. So just playing with all those girls, we knew that we had a legit chance. And it was, you know, just exciting fighting for it. Yeah, so that's uh, Courtney and then Marty Littlefield, who she just mentioned a second ago, was also uh, uh, on that all-decade team as well. Morgan Johnson, uh, April Collins, I believe, was a senior that year or was a sophomore that season. Kylie Russin, uh, you would play with as well. She was a freshman in 2012, if I have that in my notes correct. Elena Hadley uh, was on that team as well there in 2012. Now, you mentioned an illegal pitch, and the uh, the base runner gets to advance. So I guess maybe that's sort of like a balk in baseball or it, what's yes, an illegal similar so it's she wasn't dragging her foot appropriately or something oh, like that you know on. which hasn't been called the entire year you yeah. know all our conference games and things region and but yeah so the runner gets an extra base and then it's uh obviously a ball so Courtney Albright and uh, Carter in studio with us uh, here this morning on a Monday, reminiscent of the uh, her VSU career there at Valdosta State. Now, uh, you obviously mentioned that uh, Coach Thomas Macera, who uh, just gets edged out by the Alabama Huntsville coach for Coach of the Year. I was pretty uh, devastated that uh, that we didn't round it all the way out. 
But uh, nonetheless, Thomas has a great resume and deserves to be recognized for the All-Decade, and I know that we do that here, and I know the rest of the conference in their heart of hearts does it as well uh, just because he's been so incredible. But we know that he's pretty – he's a hardcore kind of guy. You know, softball's uh, – he he takes it very seriously. He takes getting uh, sort of the Nick Saban style, rigid, whatever you want to call it. But there's got to be funny Thomas Macera stories. Oh, yeah, there are. First off, let me speak on the him not getting the coach of the year. Very good. Every uh, player that I talked to, you know, congratulations, whatever, whatever. And then the, the last thing we always said was, how did he not get – and so we, we couldn't believe it. I know he's, you know, won a national title, won so many conference championships. and um, Six, I believe, yeah. Yeah, we've been to nationals. I mean, while I was there, it was three times. So – we, we don't know how or why he didn't get it. And then having nine players on the team, having the player of the year, the pitcher of the year, it's like they don't get there by themselves. So um, we were pretty um, upset about that one, too. He really deserved it. Um, but did you speak to him about it by chance? I, I did. And, um, how, how did nor- he sound? Normally he would be like, oh, it doesn't matter. My, you know, my players got awards, whatever. But it's 10 years of work. Sure. So I know he was you know a bit upset about it, whatever, but – He'll be fine, and he'll go on, you know, keep working hard for the next 10. Yeah. But um, I don't know. We just felt that as players, he worked so hard, and we thought he really deserved it. But um, funny stories about him. Uh, the two that come to mind, my freshman year, um, Colette uh, Rollins, she loved to um, pick fights with Coach, like <laughs> literal fights. So he has, like, a you know, a boxing, like, fighting background. Or yeah. so, so they would try to take him down, you know, like catch him off guard, <laughs> things like that, which is weird. They had to know when to do it because, like you said, he is kind of a rough and tough kind of coach. But they would get him. And then also he had this little shaking his tail, like dog dance type thing <laughs> that he <laughs> randomly would do. So that was like, it was funny, but yet we are also embarrassed also. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I really enjoy playing with him. He is rough and tough, but, you know, he would do anything for you. I know our lawnmower broke and we you know needed to mow our grass. So he brought his off and, you know, left it at our house. We mowed it, whatever. So I know he would do anything for us and rough and tough, but, you know, Tough yeah. love, I guess. Yeah, yeah, tough know. love. Nothing wrong yeah. with that at all. Um, obviously, him being the head coach uh, and you understanding now what some of his work is, obviously as a player you see it, but then now you're a head coach yourself there at uh, at Valwood. So uh, when you first got that job at Valwood, what was what were your conversations with him about sort of, okay, now, now what? Yeah, I um, was a GA, a grad assistant That's right, at yep. BSU for a year. So I was uh, played for four years, and then I did uh, help him coach for a year. So I did learn a lot then. And then when I did get the head coach, a head coaching job at Valwood, he we had like a few camps that we hosted at VSU where we would go there with the team, you know, and he would you know, help us out, tell me like, oh, this girl needs this, or help with pitching, things like that, um, just like during the summer. But um, also just with, like, stat sheets and things like that, I would, you know, run to the field and, you know, get some copies. And he really helped me a lot with just kind of getting organized, I guess, as a head coach. Sure. But, um, yeah, so he's he's a great coach and then a great coacher of coaches, I guess. So, like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't – it didn't stop after I, you know, sure. finished my four years. He, you know, kept me under his wing, you know, helping out. Um Talk about uh, how Valwood's doing going into this season. Sort of obviously COVID has thrown everybody for a loop in every single corner of the world. What's it like for you guys there in Hayhira and, and sort of getting together? You were even mentioning, I think, before we got started that you guys might even just – you guys are on track right now. Yeah, we are. With softball, we've um, been going three days a week. It's been optional in the summer. 
Um, we've had lots of girls there, but um, we haven't, like, no parents could come to practice. We've had to use hand sanitizer, lice all the balls and things when we're finished, take temperatures before, um, like, when, right when they walk into the door just to make sure, um, no fevers, things like that. So a lot of extra precautions, but as far as, like, practicing and things, we've been right on track with normal. So we're still, we did have a preseason tournament that got canceled, and then normally we'll play some, like, uh, public schools during the summer and they haven't been allowed to um play any other teams yet so we are a little bit behind as far as like game ready i guess sure but um i think that's the way everyone will be this year but yeah we're uh scheduled to start right on time i think our first game maybe like third week of august which is a little later than normal and we're planning on starting school august 10th just like they had plans okay very good well that's perfect uh one last question for you as a a texter texted in uh, over the weekend as I was uh, you and I share a, a mutual friend as does all of Blazer Nation and Matt Malone and uh, he he texted in which uh, ask her which sport is she going to encourage her child to dominate oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we have um you know just talked about it we I'm expecting a baby boy in yeah. January very good congratulations um, thank you so we've talked about it and we're like what's the one sport that we wouldn't encourage <laughs> and oddly enough is probably baseball what <laughs> it's just that it's so different from softball it's just much slower and I don't know I guess just slower pace but my husband he's really into um basketball he really likes it and then I also played and then he really likes football too so I guess those two and then recently we've kind of gotten into golf yeah so my husband he's kind of like pushing golf (laughs) (laughs) it's expensive but there's money you know college and stuff for it a lot of it um so i don't know we'll see probably golf football basketball very good we'll see (laughs) i like it um well uh you got plenty of time there's no decision doesn't have to be made right away but uh and then of course whatever he gravitates to uh his uh his own self so courtney we really appreciate it uh, you stopping in with us this morning coming over i know you got some things you got to get to back there at uh, at valwood this morning but we really appreciate the time we've got our lockers over here uh to the side and we've got uh, everybody that comes in the studio signs it so we'll uh, we'll get your signature before you head out all right perfect <laughs> sounds all good right. thanks for having me yes ma'am x is an o show fox sports radio valdosta we'll take a short break come back jamie dubose going to join us at 8 40 this morning, so about 20 minutes from now. X's and O's, Fox Sports Radio. Hey!